podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Footy with Dad podcast, where Julian and his son Jake will be discussing their weekly footy experiences together and their love of the game. Get ready for discussion, arguing, laughing and crying about all things football. Hello and welcome to another episode of Footy with Dad. As usual, on this episode, I've got my co-host, my son, Jake. Jake, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, all good, all good. Recovered from uh, quite a good away day yesterday. Yeah, it was quite. Yeah, it was quite an eventful one. Like we seem to experience everything. You know, good atmosphere from the home end. Two two goals, a penalty miss. We kind of experienced it all, really. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's been about 25 years since I've been to the city ground and um, I thought the atmosphere was terrific. I mean, you, you remarked about it, walking to the ground. It's a, it's a really old-fashioned ground and uh, the atmosphere, I mean, the atmosphere before the game from the Forest fans was, was quite deafening, wasn't it? Yeah, um, obviously that, for me, completed all... You know, now I've been to all 20 Premier League grounds, which I'm really lucky to have done that. And I think I said to you yesterday that that's, pr- that's probably up there with one of my favourite grounds in the league. There's something about it. Like, it, you know, it's not very modern, but, you know, I like old stadiums. I think the atmosphere was one of the best I've experienced as an away fan. Um, and yeah, like you said, it was really deafening. Yeah, it was really, really good atmosphere. And I'm really pleased from, you know, Obviously, I grew up and Forest were a big team. They won, you know, European Cup twice under Brian Clough. And I really think they deserve to be in the Premiership and uh, Premier League, I should say. I really hope they stay up. And I think they've got a good chance. Um, They've obviously bought quite a lot of players. How many of those players are are going to be quality playing week in, week out? That's to be seen. But uh, listen, I I hope they stay up. I think the Premier League needs good teams with good history and uh, Nottingham, Nottingham Forest certainly are that. Um, funny journey on the way up, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was quite quite early, um, quite early on our travels. Um, we we noticed that we needed some sort of tissue or a napkin. So we decided to take a trip down to McDonald's. Um, we spent, what was it, about 15 quid um, on, a, well, on McDonald's. Yeah, so my eldest son, he, he, he's got a bit of a cold at the moment. So he said, oh, we haven't got any tissues. We need to stop off at a petrol station. I said, there's no petrol stations now until, you know, we're about to get onto the M1. So uh, just before the M1, there's a McDonald's. Um, so we thought, OK, we'll get get a napkin at uh, McDonald's. So we thought, OK, if we're going to get napkins, might as well get some lunch on route. So as you said, we... We spent about 14, 15 quid on, on food for the three of us to then only be told there's no napkins. So, <laughs> uh, oh, all of that. Like, I was saying to you, this is probably the most expensive napkin of all time, and we didn't even get it. Yeah. And the poor girl, I, I was like devastated to be told there was no napkins. She probably didn't understand why we were so, you know, <laughs> short that to be told there's no napkins. But uh, yeah, ne- never mind. Um, won't tell you how. He got on during the journey without any napkins or, or what he used. That that that's uh, for another day. So um, no real changes in the starting eleven. No, I think. I mean, 
I would have liked to see maybe Basuma come in from the start. Um, but, you know, Conte seems quite fixed on the starting eleven at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought, I mean, we touched on it in last week's episode, Richardson may start for Son. And again, Son had a quiet game, didn't he? I mean, he didn't really get going, which was a shame. Um, but uh, Richardson certainly made his mark when he came on. But uh, first half, I mean, we scored quite early on. I think it was, what, the fifth minute or so. But it wasn't a great half, though, by Spurs, was it? No, it wasn't. I mean, what we've played, what, four games this season? I think we've only really played well in the first game. So that's now three games in a row in which, okay, yeah, we've picked up, you know, seven points from our last three. But they really haven't been convincing performances. I think, you know, when we, you know, we start as well, we got that first goal. And I thought maybe, you know, this is actually, you know, this could actually be a convincing win. Um, but no, we kind of, you know, we kind of went back to our old ways a little bit and we never really pushed on in that first half from the first goal. No, I mean, what's strange is I think the second half of all our first four games, we've been a lot better. The first half, we just haven't got going. And, you know, every game this season, I've told you that, you know, Conte needs to give them a rocket at half time. And, uh, you know, we played better the second half, but uh, normally Spurs are quite clinical and we just weren't clinical. I mean, we did have, you know, even in the first half, we had a few chances we, we could have done better with, I, I felt. Um, but second half started and I think one of the most bizarre decisions I've ever seen, you know, leading up to the handball and the, and the penalty. What, what was your take on that? Well, I mean, I mean, look, we had quite a good view of it because obviously we were behind that goal. I mean, it's a great save. I mean, exactly. It was a brilliant save. I've never, I've never seen a more obvious red card in my life. He, he yeah, literally, used with that he literally tipped it over the bar. If Dean Henderson did that, you're all saying it's a brilliant save. <laughs> and and I've and I've seen the photo. If he doesn't handball it, Kane's, uh, you know, Kane's getting to that, and it's two 0 um, he does the have ref, the ref obviously saw it because he gave a yellow card, but for me, I don't know how I don't know how that's not a red. I mean, apparently, you know, when we got home, we watched it on uh, match of the day too. Uh, apparently, VAR's view was it was too high for Kane to head that in, uh, but you know, <laughs> I don't know how VAR can make that assumption whether a player could or could not head the ball, um, yeah. Stopped uh, a goal-scoring opportunity. If it was deemed a penalty, it's a red. Uh, bizarre decision because then Forrest nearly went on up the other so- side of the field and, and equalised. Yeah, and yeah. that game would have, you know, if it was two 0 then had we scored, uh, obviously Kane didn't score. But had had we scored, it would have been two 0 against ten men. Game over. But um, the game was still very much alive. And then, you know, again, for the second or third game on the trot, he, he brought on Richardson and, um, you know, he, he changed the game. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, look, I, I don't think this is really a coincidence now anymore. I think for the last three games, our last three games, he's come off the bench and made some sort of impact. And yesterday, you know, he, you know, he was brought on, I think, straight. Like, one of the first things he did was go down... Um, which is obviously very frustrating for the opposition. He put in a brilliant ball for our second goal as well. Um, and yeah, once again, three games in a row now. I think some, like in some 
in some way he changed the game yesterday. And what, what about his showboating? <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. We absolutely love to see that just doing keepy uppies and then gets absolutely wiped out. Uh, that, that's like what you do at school. You, you know, you, you, you tempt players, you know, your, or, or your fellow friends in, in the uh, school schoolyard, as they say, and then you just absolutely get clobbered. I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, he's the sort of player that if he doesn't play for your team, you absolutely hate. Uh, yeah. But if he's one of your own, you absolutely adore him. And, uh, you know, yeah. And I think that's what, you know, we've now got. We spent 60 million on him to, to come on. And I think, you know, that's why you need a good squad because a 60 million pound player, let's be honest, you want them to change the game when they come on. Uh, and he's done that now. He did that against Chelsea. Um, he did that uh, to a certain degree against Wolves last week. And he certainly, uh, he certainly helped with, with, with the second goal. I mean, that was a great, uh, a great cross from the outside of his boot uh, to Kane's head. Um, so, yeah, he had an impact. But again, grinding out results. Um, that's uh, three wins from four, 10 out of 12. The two points we dropped, if you can say dropped, was a draw at Stamford Bridge, which is, you know, a pretty good result, let's be honest. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we continue. Um, but uh, what were your thoughts on, on Forest as a whole? Um. Now, they look good, but something I didn't actually really notice until watching the highlights is Hugo didn't have that much to do yesterday. It's like they played around our box a lot, but never really troubled the keeper. I don't remember Lloris really having to make a crucial save at any point during the game. No, he made one save, I think, in the first half where he parried it. Um, luckily, there was no one on, on the rebound. But listen, it's going to take them time to gel. They've, they've brought, I don't know, 17, 18 players, probably a few more before the window closes on Thursday. Um, but yeah, listen, I, I think if they start to gel, I'm a little concerned about where their goals are going to come from. But, uh, you know, listen, as I said at the beginning, I hope they stay up. So... In a few days' time, we're going to West Ham. They got their first points of the season yesterday at uh, at Villa Park. It's going to be a tough game, though. Yeah, no, it is. They're, they're, they're always up for it. You know, it's their cup final at the end of the day. Um, I'm not sure, you know, maybe them winning yesterday, I think possibly it could help us because I think maybe if they'd lost again yesterday, they would have been coming, you know, coming playing us, you know, four losses on the trot. Um, which I think they would have been even more up for it. But no, look, it's going to be a hard game. We never really seem to do amazingly at the London Stadium. Uh, they so, always turn it turn it on against us, what, however they're playing, you know, yeah. their cup final. And you yeah. know, whether they lost or, or, or won or drew yesterday, that they'll be up for it. Uh, but we've got to be up for it as well. I would like to see Richardson start for Son. Um, you know, not because I want Son out or I think Son's a bad player or I think Richardson's a better player. I just think, you know, you've got a squad, you buy some 60 million pounds on a player, start him. That's the whole point of a rotation. We're, we're now playing, you know, three times a week. Um, we've got Champions League coming up after the Fulham game next week and, and you need to rotate the squad and it's, it's not dropping. I don't like that word dropping. You know, it, you're not dropped because if you drop, you're not in the squad, but you know, I fully expect if he does rotate, some will be on the bench and, uh, you know, to come on for the last 20, 30 minutes 
I mean, there's five subs. It, it makes such a difference because you're not restricted on, on who you bring on. So he's going to get game time, Son. And uh, I just think Richardson over the last three games has done enough enough to start. So Saturday, just very quickly going through the other results. I mean, Arsenal won uh, four on the trot now against Fulham, 2-1, left it late. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, they won four out of four. I mean, I didn't actually watch their game against Fulham, but no, no, it's another big three points for them, isn't it? Yeah, no, listen, you can only beat uh, what's in front of you. And I think um, I think they deserve to win. I think first half I watched it, uh, they played quite well. They went a goal behind against the run of play, I thought. And uh, I thought they showed character to come back to win. Um, you know, I know there's been uh, uh, Richard Key's sort of criticised the Arsenal fans for celebrating. I don't get that at all. You know, if you, no. and especially if you win towards the end after being 1-0 down. That's the whole point we, you know, you and I go to football, you know, is to celebrate. You know, you, you can't not celebrate in case you concede a goal or in case you don't win the league or, you know, you've got to enjoy the moment. I go to football with you. You know, you've got to enjoy the moments when you score and win. And otherwise, just what, what what's the point? Yeah. City were 2-0 down against uh, Palace and you thought Palace might win again at, at the Etihad, but uh, that man Haaland came back in the second half with a hat-trick. What a hat-trick. Yeah, he, he, I mean, we were talking about him yesterday. He is just a complete player. He's, he's got every attribute. He's got the pace. He's got the height. He's got the power, the strength. He's literally got everything, that guy. I mean, I, I knew he was strong and powerful, you know, because of what I've seen, you know, when he was in Germany. I didn't realise how fast he was. Um, and, you know, obviously having pace and, and strength, you know, phenomenal. Um, so that that was a good result. Uh, but they've conceded quite a few this season for City. I mean, they conceded obviously two, two on Saturday. They conceded three against... Uh, Newcastle last week so five goals now they've conceded in the last two games um, we've got them obviously in a couple of weeks so uh, you know they, they can be get at I think their defence going forward I think obviously they, they are a unit uh, but uh, hopefully uh, in, a, in a few weeks Conte uh, will work out another cunning plan um, we can't leave without obviously discussing Liverpool 9-0 at home to Bournemouth and the strange thing for that, I mean, is Salah didn't even get an assist, let alone a goal. I mean, if you're a striker, you've got to be a bit disappointed if your team wins 9-0 and you don't score. Yeah, that's, that is incredible. What, nine goals? That's, you know, eight, that's 18 goal contributions. And for Salah not to get one is pretty incredible. Like, imagine, you know, imagine Spurs winning 9-0 and Kane not, having, Kane not scoring or assisting. That's pretty crazy. Mad, absolutely mad. And Villa lost at home to, to West Ham, as we mentioned. Do you think Gerard could be in trouble? Um well I think I think some people aren't realizing, you know, how bad of a job I think he's actually doing that. I saw a stat that I think he's got a thirty-six percent uh, win percentage, which is I think now I think now it's worse than Gary Neville's record at Valencia, <laughs> which which when you put it like that, which just seems to be one of the most embarrassing, you know, managerial jobs in football, you know, I think, he, I think I, I, there's no way he's not in trouble, I think, at the moment. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they've invested quite a bit in Gerard, so I, I think they're going to give him a bit longer. Um, I, I am surprised with, with how they've started. Coutinho's been, obviously, seems to be a bit disappointing. We obviously don't watch them every week, but uh, from, from their results-wise, he's obviously not having the impact that they, they, they quite thought he would. Um, they've got Ings and Watkins up front. I, I think... I think they should be doing better, and I, th- I think I think they will. I mean, they've obviously got a tough game during the week against uh, Arsenal, but uh, hopefully, obviously, from our point of view, we hope they bounce back on Wednesday at uh, at, our, at Arsenal. So next, we've got West Ham, which we've talked about, and then obviously after West Ham, we, we've um, we're at home to Fulham, which you know they they were a bit unlucky uh, not to hold out for a draw at least against Arsenal. Um, very quickly, thoughts on the Champions League draw that happened on Thursday? Um, I couldn't really be happier, if I'm being honest. I think I think we've got a win with one, to be fair, with the group. Look, it's not It's not going to be that, you know, I, I never want to say we're going to, you know, win six out of six and it's going to be easy. But you look at that group and we really should be topping it or def- definitely getting through it, if not topping it. Yeah, I mean... I appreciate we've probably got the weakest team out of pot one, um, but, you know, I, I think we've got probably the hardest two teams out of the other pots. Um, I think what's interesting, obviously, Marseille away, which is our last game, I mean, it's going to be hostile there. Hopefully, that's a dead rubber game because you don't really want to go to Marseille needing something. So hopefully we can do the business in the first four or five games. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just really looking forward to Champions League nights under the lights at the lane again. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Okay, so that's uh, that's all really um, we've got time for on today's episode. Um, as Jake keeps reminding me, I've got to keep telling you, we are on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Instagram and, and Facebook. And, you know, Jake and I talk about our experiences of you know watching our beloved Tottenham up and down the country we know we're very fortunate to to be able to do that unfortunately there's a lot of underprivileged ill and bereaved children that don't get the chance to to go to a game so um, you you can help you know their dreams to come true by uh, by donating you can go on to footy with dad forward slash just giving Um, you can donate and uh, in association with the Free Kick Foundation, um, who organise, you know, trips, mascots for, for kids to go to games. Um, it, it really is, it really is wonderful to, to see the smiles on their faces, you know, and hearing the stories of their, their experience of going to a game for the first time. So uh, if you can, please do help. And uh, we'll see you next week. My guest on this week's episode of Footy with Dad is someone I have known since 1984. Perry Young, songwriter and deluded gunner, is someone that I have argued with since we were kids and we continue to this day as dads. Like me, he loves going to footy with his boys and he loves the Footy with Dad experience. So Perry, can you remember your first match? So the year was 1977. The month was October. I had been watching my beloved Arsenal, sorry Jules, 
<laughs> on like a black well, and white. Well, that's all we've got time for on today's show. <laughs> <laughs> on like a black and white TV, all joking aside, <laughs> in my kitchen for like two years. And my dad, my amazing dad said to me, Perry, you're not going to believe it. I've got a ticket for you to go to Arsenal with me on Saturday, three o'clock. Obviously, in those days, it was only Saturday, three o'clock. Yeah. And... As we got there, I just remember parking and the smell of the hot dog stands and going up the stairs of the East Stand and coming out and just seeing the crowd. Just, it just, oh, it was just unbelievable. And I remember we won 1-0, Malcolm McDonald, I think it was something like the 77th minute. It was a very boring game, to be honest, if I'm honest with you, but I loved the atmosphere and everything. And that was it. I was obsessed by that. My dad, we had to leave early. To I remember we had to leave like a few minutes before the end. And I was like, oh, I was so upset. And he said, no, 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 the, the traffic getting home is going to be a nightmare. We lived in Barnet. And, um, but that was it. I was obsessed from then. Obsessed. How old were you then? So I was six years old. Six years old. Wow. Yeah. And he, uh, did he have to keep you? occupied during the game or you were in fact i just focused. turned seven i just turned seven no he didn't have to keep me occupied at all i was obsessed absolutely and then, obsessed and then it was like from then onwards it was uh... and then onwards we went three weeks later we beat wolves 3-1 and at the end of that season we lost to ipswich in the fa cup final 1-0 and i cried and my mum smacked me because <laughs> i cried now i promise you she smacked me she said grow up <laughs> grow up you think your game is football grow up and uh she was right actually she was right it is a grow up but i was only like seven years old at the time so do, do, um, does she yeah. still smack you when you cry yes she does and in fact the other day i'm not, no, 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 I'm not joking you the other day last season when we lost to obviously tottenham and newcastle right at the end of the season obviously my kids were upset as well i was in a bit of a mood and she said to me you haven't changed you haven't changed <laughs> It's just a game of football, but, you know, mum's saying... I'm exactly the same. We're all the same. We're all kids at heart, aren't we? Exactly. Um, We we try to pretend differently. So what would you say, what match stands out for you as a child? So it's funny you should say that, because I was actually thinking about that the other day. So two matches, uh, actually, the 1979 FA Cup final, because obviously that was the famous final when we were 2-0 up coasting against Manchester United. It was the following season... We'd lost the cup final the year before. We were 2 it up, thought, no, oh, this is easy. And then in the last five minutes, Manchester United scored two goals. They equalised. I was literally starting to cry. My mum was about to smack me again. <laughs> um, I was watching this at home, so I didn't go to the game. And then seconds later, we scored. Alan Sunderland went mad, and I was, like, delirious. And that was unbelievable. But obviously, Jules, the other game that stands out was when we were both at school together and <laughs> I... I'm going to edit this bit. <laughs> I actually got suspended. I'm not going to tell people why. And I had to go home. And actually, I don't know if you had left school by then. I think you might might have left on the, in the afternoon. Left, yeah. yeah. And we won the league at Anfield in the last five minutes and I was 17 years old and that was thank god I had left by then (laughs) exactly yeah you were there I think you were there for the glorious FA Cup uh, sorry League Cup semi-final in 1987 when we yes and I remember coming back to my dormitory and having (laughs) newspaper cuttings all over the wall I think that was Yehuda Nanu but anyway (laughs) 
So, despite all the tears that you had as a child, yes. that didn't stop you inflicting pain on your kids. Do you know what I say? It's funny you should say that because I actually think you remember the 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 bad results much more than you remember the good results. And let's be honest, Arsenal have had pretty good since I've been, you know, I've been going for like 40 years, over 40 years. And Arsenal have had pretty much better than they've had. But those, that FA Cup site, FA Cup semi-final with Gaza, it absolutely, oh God, ruined me. And yeah, we beat you two years later, but I still remember the Gaza one more than I remember the, the one where we beat you. And I think... Yeah, uh, I do sometimes. My kids do take it very seriously. They've got that from me. And actually, at a time where it's been over the last few years, it hasn't been easy being an Arsenal supporter. But actually, we're very spoiled because we've still seen some fantastic football. So we are a bit spoiled. So how old were your boys when you started taking them? So I took Sam in 2009. He was five years old. He absolutely hated it. We were lucky enough to go into my cousin had a box, actually, and he invited me. And uh, uh, after 20 minutes, he basically went into the he hid underneath the table. He absolutely hated it. And that was it. And it was actually my youngest son, James, who was much more of a fanatic, much more. And basically, he got Sam, I think Sam hates this, but he actually got Sam to be much more of a fan. And by the time, I think, I don't know if you remember when we beat Hull in the the, the 2014 Cup final. Yeah, by then, yeah. yeah, by then, James was turning seven. Well, he was six. Sam was like just about to turn 10. And by then, they were both obsessed. Both obsessed. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And so what would you say going to football with them what does that mean to you um what does it mean to me well like like the emotional side of of, of things yeah it 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 means everything to me because number one it's a great bonding experience funny enough they actually i obviously took them um to begin with obviously and let's be honest it's not it's not cheap taking no. two boys to football match you know in the old days tell me about it <laughs> yeah, it really isn't cheap but actually they loved it they want to go to every game i mean my youngest plays football at a decent level but he'd much rather be at arsenal every week than actually playing for uh lions football and i love it i love going with them and i also love watching the the, the games on tv with them when we can't go to away games but actually what's also now is that they might go together themselves as well but there's been yeah. nothing better there's been nothing better than going with them um it's yeah i mean we've had some we've had some special days in fact you know sometimes it, the result I mean, I mean it does matter of course it does but actually sometimes the result doesn't matter it's no, just about it's, the, day it's the whole day out isn't it you know, yeah. Yeah. last year up, up north on the motorway or things like yeah. that last year we went to two away games we went to brighton near arsenal neil brighton with a better team but it was a great day out and we were lucky enough to be at Norwich. Actually, I shouldn't bring that up because you obviously qualified for the Champions League that when you played Norwich away. But we beat them <laughs> We beat them 5-0 and it was a yep. great day out and we had, you know, lunch together and it was just good. It's just, it's just what it's all about. How would you have reacted had they turned around and said they wanted to support, I don't know, another team? Impossible. <laughs> you would have disowned them. Do you know, it's funny you should say because I've had that conversation. And it 
it, it was always, I don't know if you read, well, you wouldn't have read Fever Pitch, but there was a bit in the book Fever Pitch where he goes, I had this image of having a son and we beat Tottenham or Liverpool in the last minute of the cup final. Uh, Kevin Campbell scored and that I'd run up to my own child and go ah! like that. No, I, I couldn't have taken it if my kid. It was an impossibility for my kid. They had their rooms all in red and white by the time they were like one. <laughs> you, so, you totally had brainwashed them by that age. Correct, correct, <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast. Thank you. Um, no pleasure. Where where can people find you on on the socials? So on my socials, uh, Creative Kid or Creative Kid Pairs on Instagram or Perry Young Music, P-E-R-R-I-E, Young, Y-O-U-N-G, Music on Instagram as well. Um, basically, I help children in schools with uh, confidence, self-esteem and creativity. That's really um, wonderful. Great. Yeah, love, love doing that. And want to try and get into more schools as well in the next few years. And uh, yeah, come on, you gunners. No, definitely. Well, thank you for coming on, as I say. I, I would wish Pleasure. you luck for the season, but obviously you know and I know I don't mean it. <laughs> I know you uh, don't know. I know you don't. I know you don't, but I have to tell you, I think Arsenal and Spurs could have good seasons. Let's yeah, see. I think I, th- I think we both will, to be honest. I, yeah. think, uh, I think we both bought quite well during the summer, to be honest. So, yes. uh, you know, at least we can both probably at the moment laugh at United. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, no doubt uh, we'll speak during the course of the season. Definitely. Nice speaking to you. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.